course, joining us in the studio is uh, Dr. Raj Bans. It's HealthWise. He's the president of the Malaysian Wellness Society. Very good morning to you, doctor. Good morning. How is your new year? A good, good start, you know. And uh, all as usual, a lot of uh, new resolutions. Hope to maintain <laughs> them, you know. But if not, I, then, then the Chinese New Year will come, then we start all over again. <laughs> well, you know, as long as you stay healthy and wise, as you do. Now, we've got Alice on the line. What's your question? I tend to join long run. Mm-hmm. Then when I go for long run, then I notice that my palm, especially the rest of the body, I can't really feel it. Okay, but then uh, it's very apparent on my hands that it's felt. I did some research online and then it says that maybe it's because of the salt, the sodium uh, electrolyte imbalance. So I tried to reduce my water intake and then I also tried to take the salt tablet but then still swells and the swelling will actually subside after about well, half an hour after my run. My question is what should I do and also if I were to check where should I go to would a normal GP able to answer my question? Yeah I mean uh, it's interesting that only the hands get the uh, swelling uh, and uh, yeah and uh, none of the rest of the body I, I don't know whether she's got any pain or itchiness but whatever it is I think um, it's definitely some sort of uh, disturbance a metabolic disturbance in the body that's happening long run whether her sodium actually gets low or there's some sort of water retention going on during that time so why that happens I think she has to go and get it checked up As, uh, going to a GP and getting a full blood profile will be the first thing to do and um, if they find anything then they will uh, you know refer to the appropriate specialist uh, if they don't find anything then it's not something not to worry about then just keep an eye but I think you must go and get it checked up we're still on HealthWise Free Clinic with Dr. Rajban's president of Malaysian Wellness Society now, if you have any questions for the doctor, you can call us at 039-543-3333 or WhatsApp us at 016-510-8888 or send us an Insta story on light.my. Now, coming up next, Ang has a question about his blood sugar levels and that's coming up after Backstreet Boys on Light. It's HealthWise with Dr. Rajbans, President of the Malaysian Wellness Society. And we have a question from Ang. Okay, my question is, uh, I'm 64 years old. Every morning when I get off uh, fasting, I will check my blood sugar. It's around 7.5. Then normally then I will check another time after dinner. And after dinner, two hours after dinner, it's around 5.5 to 6.5 to 7. So that's very surprising. Every morning... Fasting is always some point something that's very surprising. Mm. And then my this uh, H1BC is around 6.9 the last time I checked. Really. So I'm going to ask Dr. Rajan, am I diabetic or not? I still am not on, on medication at all. I don't have pressure, nothing. I don't take any medication. So I'm thinking whether I can control this or not. Really. Yeah, if you're looking at uh, HPA1C or 6.9, that's actually a diabetic level. Uh, up to 6.5, you can accept. But uh, more than that, you're actually diabetic level. And uh, your fasting should be actually 5.6 and below. Now, of course, uh, depending on what you eat the night before, that will show in the morning. And uh, what you eat for your lunch and tea will show in your post-dinner. You know, and also a bit of your whatever you eat for dinner. But mm. the levels do look diabetic, you know, because pre-diabetic is up to 6.3. So getting 6.5, 7.5, 6.9 is already considered considered diabetic. Now, it's still early. I would actually really, if you want, you must go for a real strict diet exercise program and monitor and see. But if you can't bring it down below the, you know, what the normal levels are, then you should maybe go on a mild medication first until you find that your lifestyle and diet and exercise can slowly bring it down. But at 64, you must be very careful because this pre-diabetic, if you don't do anything and now your diabetic level can 
slowly affect your organs you know the kidneys the liver the nerves the eyes uh, heart even you know so so it becomes part of the whole metabolic disease problems and uh, so i would actually really go all out to reduce your lifestyle if you cannot go and see a doctor get some mild medication at least in the beginning what kind of changes in lifestyle would i mean he's is uh, basically is a diet you know uh, maybe he can uh, go and see a dietitian get uh, i would actually go cut off a lot of the refined carbs uh, you know glucose uh, take more of the low glycemic diet foods mm. and exercise will help because exercise will help to burn off some of the extra sugar so diet and exercise is what he should really try but give yourself another month if you find you can't bring it down below the normal levels which means at least below 6 then i would actually go and see a doctor and get some medication we're still on healthwise free clinic with dr rajbans president of malaysian wellness society now you can call us at 0395433333 or whatsapp us at 0165108888 or send us an insta story at light.my if you have any questions to the doctor but coming up in a bit we've got cynthia she's inquiring about her pulsating chest and that's after Elton John on light it's still health wise and we're with Dr Rajbans the president of the Malaysian Wellness Society we have Cynthia on the line Cynthia what's your question and i just want to find out whether it is normal to see your chest move up and down to your heartbeat so it's basically pulsating and on some days it's actually pretty obvious um for an example when i sit and watch tv and my heart rate is normal and if i put an object on my chest i can see that object moving quite obviously so is that a normal thing it's been happening for a month and i just want to know if it is yeah i keep not sure what you meant but it the whole chest moving or just part of the chest pulsating a bit and if only something that's new something that's happened for just the last month so it's something that's uh, you know there probably is some sort of pulsation going on there yeah. sitting complain of chest pains or you know difficulty in breathing again if from a history i can't really make out but if she's worried go and just let the doctor see and see what exactly she's trying to describe is it some sort of pulsation or is something that you know whether it's the thorax or is it the chest or is it the heart yeah. so it's something that she has to go and get it checked up first just to make sure because it's quite a f- uh, she said it was a physical yeah you know, physical a, movement a, yeah a so whether it's something pulsating front, yeah. or you know and whether it's just one part of the chest so and it's something if whatever that's new that has just come up recently and not there before i always suggest you go and get it checked up don't leave it alone we're still with dr rajbans the president of malaysian wellness society on healthwise free clinic now call us at 0395433333 or whatsapp us at 0165108888 or insta story us at light.my if you have any questions coming up in a bit we have chan and she has questions about hyperthyroidism and that is hafter lucas graham on light we're still with dr rajbans the president of the malaysian wellness society right here on healthwise we have chan online chan what's your question i've just been diagnosed with the thyroidism i think it's hypothyroidism it's about 5.9 reading of the tsa the thing is you know recently about 2 months is a rapid weight gain apparently it's quite normal of a thyroid 
I just need to know what if I could diet and what kind of food intake should be suitable with this kind of condition. I mean, if you are definitely TSH is high, so you're hypothyroid. So the first thing is you, have, you actually have to be on medication, uh, which is actually basically not your med- you know medication. It's just your, your hormone replacement, uh, the thyroxine level. So you need to take the thyroxine and make sure your your thyroid level goes back to normal. Your TSH comes back to normal. Now to increase your thyroid levels, not you know whether diet really help, but actually it's uh, iodine foods. When you go high thyroid, we actually ask people to avoid foods that contain a lot of iodine. When you go low thyroid, you actually might be able to try foods that got high iodine. I mean, you can just Google up foods that have got a lot of iodine in them. Mm. So you can try that up and see. But basically, right now, I would actually suggest taking the thyroxine replacement. And you have to actually carry on until your thyroid levels are normal. And sometimes might even be lifelong because we don't know what, what actually causes your hypothyroid. So, but actually very safe taking thyroxine long term, very safe. A lot of people actually, as you get older, especially a lot of people do have a slightly low thyroid levels. That can decrease energy levels. That can make you lose hair you know poor sleep put on weight you know and very bad low thyroid levels can even affect the heart so you mm. must make sure your thyroid levels are always normal you can call us at 039-543-3333 or whatsapp us at 016-510-8888 or insta story us at light.my for healthwise free clinic with Dr. Rajbans President of Malaysian Wellness Society and now coming up we have Indran and he's got questions about his heart and that is after Whitney Houston on Light. We're still with Dr. Rajbans, President of Malaysian Wellness Society for HealthWise Free Clinic. Now, Indran has called us up. Indran, what is your question? I recently was diagnosed for having three heart blocks uh, and advised to do a uh, bypass. But I'm seeking alternative treatment. There's a new thing which is uh, happening everywhere. And even in Kuala Lumpur, they have it's called ECP treatment where they pump blood into your heart from your legs. So I want his opinion about this uh, ECP treatment before I decide on whether to do a bypass or not. Yeah, I mean, I heard about these new ECT treatments and but actually I'm not f- uh, very familiar how the success rates with this, especially someone who's got three blocks already. So I would actually have a you know good discussion with your cardiologist. Maybe you can get a second opinion because, you know, having three blocks, you know, whether you, if you're not if you're asking a bypass, that means you already think you can't go for angioplasty. That means you can't use a stent to, you know, uh, to open up those uh, blocks. Mm. So that's, but of course, yeah, you know, everyone is worried about a bypass. Though I find that a lot of uh, actually bypasses are very safe nowadays with some procedure going on for many many years and once you've done uh, a bypass you know for the rest of the many years you actually can be okay you know the, you're actually back to normal your arteries are back to normal so I'm not very sure about ECT therapy I've got no actually experience with that and what are the success rates you know especially someone with three blocks so I would actually go and check with your cardiologist again and see what they say Alright thank you very much Dr. Rajbans for joining us Thank you um, And that was uh, Health Wife with Dr. Rajbans the President of the Malaysian Wellness Society 